0: My name is Amel and welcome to episode sixty-seven of the Rabble Alliance podcast. Um, Tim? Yep. Considering we're still in uh, lockdown. Yep. You are literally my only other guest. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well I guess I could actually just you know sort out remote recording like everyone does i don't know why i make it a big deal
1: yeah it's easy to do i know i know know. i'm just really shit no you're just
0: lazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just love arguing with you on this show um but yeah so quarantine update yeah Sorry, you're. Just, it's okay. I can't lip read, so you're just gonna have to say what it okay, is you want to say. You're talking
1: into your laptop screen.
0: Yeah, but I need my laptop screen because that's why I have notes.
1: That's where you have notes. My okay. notes. Yeah, no, I know. My show but notes. then you'll need to like move the screen down. A bit. Oh, okay, yeah, there you, there
0: you go. go. Sorry, it's just like blo- I'm sitting here trying to like talk, and Tim is just gesticulating, and, and I'm like, I I'm don't, trying to I be don't. Polite. That's okay. You can just like no one cares anymore. We are the ship has sailed. So you don't have to be polite. Just say what... Unless it's, like, inappropriate, then. Okay. Like, no one needs to know if you need to take a toilet break. And you keep that stuff to yourself. But um, otherwise, use your words, man. (laughs) I can't read, (laughs) But yeah. So, quarantine update. Um, We are on day, what, 4,012. Something like that. That's um, what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so, UK government's new um, guidelines or or like plan to ease lockdown is vague and confusing. So, <laughs> for the time being, I think this is the uh, the new normal or the status quo. Or whatever. I don't think we're going to be uh, going on our June trip to no. Disney World.
1: No, we're which... going to call them on Friday if we haven't had anything cancelled for us
0: yeah so the aim is to rearrange for later in the year and just be hopeful that sort of by autumn um, international travel has resumed I mean Disney World will be open by then I'm pretty sure Disney World will be open in the next month or so flights are going to be going
1: to and from Europe from 1st of July if restrictions are lifted which is
0: why I think an October Um, trip is you know
1: uh, it just depends how the US is doing yeah. Really. Yeah.
0: It's out of our control. All we can do is sort of guesstimate and be like, right, okay, well, a trip in October, you know, is is not, you know, beyond the realms of possibility. No. So we'll rebook it for then, and then the closer we get to the time, we'll know if that's gonna happen or not. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm not gonna be riding Rise of the Resistance. Anytime soon, No. which is a shame, but I've got to the point now where
1: I don't feel like I was going to go on the 5th of June. So I'm not really upset I'm not going on the 5th of June, because in my mind now, I don't feel like I was ever going to. It's got to that point.
0: Well, when did that change?
1: I don't know, like today.
0: Oh, okay, oh, right, okay.
1: Like, (laughs) like, yeah, just a couple days, really.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's, what can you do? It's, we'll just have to get on with it, but, um, I'm probably just going to be inconsolable on the 5th of June. (laughs) Yeah, that day is going to be shit. It's just going to, because you know exactly what would have happened when. Yeah. And, you know, there'll be certain points in the day where it's like, right, well, you know uh we would have been on the plane, or we would have landed, or we would have just checked into the hotel, or, or especially like the next day and the day after, where we had like fast passes booked and stuff, and yeah, and it's gonna be like, oh well, we would have just been you know queuing up for this now or going to eat here or whatever. Um, instead, we're at work, <laughs> at home. Oh. oh. I wonder
1: if we should actually wait another week, because it's three weeks ahead of the trip this Friday maybe yeah. we should wait to 2 weeks ahead before we proactively cancel just in case
0: <laughs> i don't think it's going to happen No, oh, yeah but just in case but, okay if you want to wait you can wait that's fine
1: but never know
0: yeah i've also, i've gotten to this. for me i've gotten to the stage where i feel like if you i can't complain about anything because if i complain like i could complain to you mm. and people i'm close to that I know that are not going to judge me, but anyone outside of that circle, if I start whinging about anything, then you know I'm being sort of ungrateful or like what did they say now on the internet? Like check your privilege.
1: Do they? Okay. Yeah,
0: that uh, someone's going to say check your privilege. And It's like yeah, I can you know I can feel both. Though can't I? Can feel yeah. bummed out that like my life has been affected or things that I wanted to do have been affected and at the same time feel grateful that I have a job and I'm, you know, I have a roof over my head and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You can, there's room for, for both those feelings. Yeah. Um, but it feels, sometimes it feels like, I guess it's probably just an internet thing, isn't it? Where it's like people are so tyrannical in their policing of stuff like this and it's like all or nothing. It's like, if you're not, that's you.
1: You're all nothing too.
0: Not really. Not you when are. it comes to stuff like that. I'm not like a black no, and No, 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 no,
1: but everyone... I live in everyone, the grey. No, but everyone... Shut up. Everyone has their thing. Yeah, but I don't... For me, it's about. not
0: people's lives and how they conduct them. <laughs> That's
1: not... I don't... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I disagree a bit, but... Really? Yeah.
0: Oh. I don't think I'm uh, tyrannical at all, or like... In what way?
1: No, not tyrannical, but in the the sense that you're using it, where people are very, you know, you should do this, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't be upset about this, you shouldn't be upset about that.
0: Yeah. You think that I'm like that?
1: Um, no.
0: No, (laughs) obviously you do No, no, I don't, I don't. I genuinely think
1: I'm not. No, I, I don't. I guess it depends what you mean by about people's lives. It depends what you consider.
0: Yeah, uh, well, lives. how they want to conduct themselves or live, or you know, yeah, just yeah okay, with their I guess, I guess and feelings and stuff. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not. You're not. No, you're not, I was about not, to say. Not about I was that. like, I, would really not about that. Um, fight you on that.
1: Yeah, but no, you're not about that. No,
0: no. Like there are some, you know, some things I'm, I'm quite like hard line on. Yeah, but I think I, I the things that I would consider myself hardline on, I don't think are unreasonable to be hardline on. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was interesting. Little segue.
1: No, I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. God, you scared me. I was like, what have we been doing for the last 12 years? (laughs) It's like, you don't know me at all. Yeah. Ridiculous. But yeah, so that's the quarantine update, I guess. So, yeah.
1: So what's this episode about?
0: Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding. We're well, yeah. back on Star Wars. Okay, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah, two episodes in a row. So, uh, still haven't watched the Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's since I watched Rogue One.
0: December nineteenth.
1: I'll watch Rogue One.
0: Yeah, but you haven't watched. You haven't watched Star no, Wars. No, because
1: yet. you have the TV.
0: Oh please! If you wanted to watch a Star Wars film, you can. Oh, like. Stopping no, you not I would let you, just like, i just go out. Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> for a walk for two hours or whatever. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be in a house. No. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> I feel like I will be soon. Like, soon. Soon, as in at some point in my life. <laughs> yeah. When lockdown's lifted, I'll celebrate by watching a Star Wars film. So like next year, (laughs) if we're lucky. But yeah, Um, but I've been engaging in Star Wars stuff. I just haven't watched any of the released films. So I don't know. I think that's that's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
1: Okay. It's fine.
0: So the news broke last week, I think, um, that Taika Waititi. Mm. is going to co-write and direct a new Star Wars film for theatrical release. I thought it was really funny now that when they make these uh, press releases or whatever on, like, StarWars.com, um, they have to specify that it's for theatrical release um, because, obviously, so many big films uh, or whatever yeah, yeah, are being yeah. made specifically for, like, streaming. Yeah. So it's just to sort of, like, let people know it's like, no, this is going to be in cinemas. If and, cinemas are a thing. And it's not, you know, made for Disney+. Plus.
1: If cinemas are a thing.
0: Yeah, well... When is it? There's no um, release date, which I, I, I think... They, yeah. when
1: they can't actually film because of the well, lockdown, I they think not have a release date, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they're right at the beginning of the process as well, so why would they, um, no, you they, No, it'd be like,
1: nice to know. I'm presuming 2022.
0: Trip themselves up by... I'm
1: presuming like June
0: 2022 or something. Well... Don't know. But, um, yeah, so he's going to co-write the film with... Oh, oh, you see? This is what I hate about technology. And pen and paper doesn't get, you know, lock itself.
1: So why aren't your notes on pen and paper?
0: Because I was working and I just was side side hustle typing.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: But, yeah, so the co-writer is Christy Wilson-Carnes, who... um, Actually, I had to do a bit of research on because apart from so she co wrote 1917 with Sam Mendez, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was nominated for an Academy Award for that. She lost out to Taika Waititi, so that's fun. Um, but her only that was her first film, yeah, and um, her main writing credits, apart from that, is being a staff writer on Penny Dreadful, right, which is an Amazon Prime TV show, I think. I've never seen it, yeah, it's
1: with um.
0: I don't know who's in it. It's uh, Eva Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I have no opinion on that show. I've never seen it. But, yeah, so she was a staff writer on that. And that's pretty much it. So I think she is down to write or co-write the next Edgar Wright film. Um, but that has no, like, release date either or whatever. So we don't know where how far yeah. along that film is in the... In, production um, but yeah she's 32 years old so you know doing all right yeah signing on to do yeah. a um, Star Wars film I think she's Scottish yep so I, we can't really claim you can claim sort of, you know victory over the, the Scottish person involved in Star Wars <laughs> um, but yeah that's fun so Taika Waititi Famous for what we do in the shadows, or well, his credits so far are what we do in the shadows, hunt for the wilder people, Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, and he is. I don't know if he's writing, but he is directing the next Thor film, which is Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, which is why I think that this film is probably, you know. It's well. It's definitely going to be after the next Thor, and that hasn't even started filming mm. yet. So if you think about it, it's at least three. This one is at least three years away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, are you excited by this news?
1: Yeah. Shouldn't you also mention the Mandalorian?
0: Oh well, yeah. He directed um, the season finale. Yeah. Of Mandalorian season one, um, and he's IG eleven. Yeah. In Mandalorian, rest in peace. But yeah. I are you excited? you go first
1: Yeah, I am excited just to see something new that isn't a Skywalker film.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say that was um, I've put some talking points down. you see I have actually prepared a little bit for this episode um, and yeah so what would you like to see from this project? And obviously, for you, not a not a Skywalker film.
1: I don't know what I want to see.
0: That's fine, but I think that's good. Yeah. Don't you think that's good? I mean, I think maybe the best thing for Star Wars is for, our, for see... everyone just to be open to something new. And I don't want to look see to
1: another ragtag group of friends who have to do something to save the galaxy. I don't want to see that shit. Like, I don't want to see repetitive Star Wars tropes. I don't want to see that.
0: Okay. So. And that's
1: why you know, especially the last episode of The Mandalorian was so good. I mean, there were some fan service things like the dark saber and stuff like that. Yeah. But. None of the none of it felt like this is a Star Wars. Trope or a typical Star Wars plot.
0: Sure, but I think we need to make a distinction between things that he has just directed. And things that he has written or co-written. Because I imagine that makes a big difference. Because episode... the la- That last episode of Mandalorian ultimately was not his story. No, I know. Even though he, he did direct it. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. So, so is it? he wasn't making those stories. No, decisions. no,
1: fair enough. I'm, I'm just giving an example, not of him, but of what I want to see. Oh, in Star Wars. And what yeah, I yeah, don't want to see. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to be totally stupid i don't want it to be thor ragnarok level of um kind of slapstick
0: okay again he didn't write thor ragnarok which, but i'm he saying did. that uh, i don't know but he wasn't involved in the oh. writing process but I, so i think what happened with thor ragnarok is and i could be wrong this is just like me speculating is obviously they had this um script and story and what they were doing was quite um I don't want to say ambitious, but that far into that phase of the MCU to completely like redo Thor's character and and tone of the Thor films, yeah, um, you know, was quite brave, I think, and risky. I think it was risky. Um, so they had this script, and they were like, "Okay, well, it's got a lot of humor, but at the same time, it has." A lot of heart, and it was. uh, I think it was a case of find a director that that could sort of like best bring that to screen, that sort of tone. And I think Takahashi worked, yeah. Yeah, As opposed to he, you know, wrote the story or whatever. But the stuff that he has written or co-written, yeah, even JoJo,
1: even JoJo Rabbit, he didn't. I mean, he wrote, but he adapted it from a book. So even that, it's difficult to say. Yeah, you know, that was a totally... Like, the only stuff that he's written... Well, I don't know for,
0: how close of an adaptation...
1: Well, I don't know, but the only stuff he's genuinely... No, I
0: think it... Because he won for Best Original Screenplay. Oh. Yeah, so I think the adaptation is not... It's like a sto- it's a story that exists, but it's not like a straight adaptation from a book, I think. I don't know.
1: Well, either way, I think he's obviously... Not just a great director, but a very thoughtful screenwriter whether it's adapted or not jojo rabbit yeah and there's a lot of layers to that and you know as you said even in thor ragnarok there was uh it wasn't just pure comedy uh there were moments that were serious and that were done really well yeah um and uh yeah same for uh, uh, the last episode of the mandalorian I I but it seems stupid to talk about what we did in the shallows and what we do in the shallows. I haven't seen the other one. Yeah. Um because that was so long ago and such a different thing to Star Wars. I I just think what we can expect is good character interaction because in all of his and good chemistry between the different characters because in all of the stuff that he's done that exists. Yeah. Um and there's something that feels very authentic about the characters that he directs yeah. and or writes, depending. And he, can, he brings that together really well in his films.
0: I think for me, the reason why I'm excited, um, you know, oh, I was excited by this announcement is because I enjoy him as a storyteller. I think that...
1: You can't just say that. I've had to give specific examples and you're just saying, oh, I enjoy him as yeah, a Yeah, but was I done? Nothing, no. But... Well then. Okay, all right.
0: Call you jets. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy him as a storyteller. I think that his body of work so far, compared to a lot of... Because I think he's a big name now. Yeah, But compared to a lot of, you know, big names, his body of work is quite small, but it's consistent and varied. But there are things that... You know, I think exists in all of them that gives me hope that whatever he produces for Star Wars will be good, and that's he is invested in telling a good story, and he is invested in, um, you know, the idea and the characters, and I think it's he, ha- he, he his storytelling has. A lot of charm and a lot of heart, and I the way he talks about uh storytelling and, and the things that he picks out of um you know films that he enjoys in Star Wars and stuff sort of he like you know all all of those like receptors in my brain where it's like he's, he's ticking all the boxes like ping 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 and I think that makes a difference as well because obviously I am a Star Wars fan and I want good Star Wars stories yeah going forward. Um, so the fact that they're able to to bring on talent like this, um, you know, to to produce something is exciting. Um, but it's a no brainer as well. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, this is a genius move. I think it's, you know, it's pretty clear. I wasn't surprised by the announcement, put it that way.
1: But what I would have loved is for him to have done solo. Because originally the direction they were going with solo was this kind of they hired two people who were seemed to be basically comedy directors, but it got it was so out there or so bad or whatever that they had to sack them. Whereas I think if they right off the bat gave Taika Waititi solo, that's what I would love to have seen.
0: But I think that that was a different situation in that, um, Lord and Miller were hired to direct a script written by um Lawrence and John Kasdan. So Lucasfilm were invested in telling the story
1: okay, in fine, that script. But fine, fine, and and fine, but, but those
0: what? two the directors at the time, or the um the dailies that were being submitted to Lucasfilm yeah. showed a lot of um like improvisation and stuff and I think they wanted it to be closer to the script.
1: Yeah. But so but, they but, parted but ways. Whatever, like what, what I'm saying is that a film about Han Solo and the way that whole thing began and all of that. Right. I think would have been really good if it was directed by Tiger White Easy. And I like I like the film. It's not bad. Yeah. It's good, but there's nothing special. There's nothing. No. Special about it. Um, what I think
0: would be great is if, is to is to see, him. You know, just create something new, and make us care about something new, no, because I think it's like I'm
1: presuming like, it will be, I'm presuming it will be something new
0: oh yeah for sure because yeah. the, I wouldn't want him to do, I wouldn't want him to tell a, um, an existing story or, like, or retell a story or um, expand on something that's already happened, I wouldn't want him to deal with characters we already know, no. because you can I think creators are, can feel quite hamstrung um, quite restricted by that it's a big task and also, it's all tied up now in just fandom bullshit. Like, everyone feels that like they have ownership over these characters, and whatever you do, there's going to be some people that are like, no, you fuck that well, that's up. why... This it, is not my Luke Skywalker. Th- yeah. This is not how this person, this character that I've known would act in this situation or whatever. They're not prepared to let go no. and just sort of have a story told to them, and they're not open to that. So I um, think the best thing for creatives like Taika Waititi is... To be like, well, you know, Star Wars is a big sandbox. Like, just let them, you know, there's lots and lots of stories to be told in this universe. It doesn't have to be about people we already know. It's much more exciting to feel like, oh, in a few years, you know, he and um, Christy, they're going to create characters that we've never heard of before, but we will have, or we're going to care about these new people and... There's, like, Star Wars legends in the making. Like, they haven't been created yet, yeah, but they're going to I
1: don't want more fucking Star Wars legends. The whole problem with Star Wars is that they fuck What do you mean? Like,
0: up. you don't want new characters?
1: Yeah, I want new characters. Yeah, but then they're but... going to
0: become, like, you know, part yeah. of this universe, and we're going to get excited about them, and, and we're going to be invested in their stories, and it's going to feel like they were always there. That's the that be- Those are the best characters. But like, the, don't you remember problem... when Kylo Ren was first introduced? Yeah. Think about then, it now. Yeah, and then... yeah, Like that a few years ago, he didn't exist.
1: I know, but think about what happened. This is the problem. I'm not saying I don't yeah. want new characters, and I don't want to be invested in new characters. You don't want to be What hurt, I'm saying again is that <laughs> I don't trust Luke. I don't trust anymore the people who are working on Star Wars at the top to deliver something that's satisfying. I don't.
0: Okay, well, that's different. I did.
1: And now I don't. And now I dislike, you know, people who previously I'd defended uh, when they were under attack from a particular side of the fan base. They then messed it up on the other side.
0: Right. I I don't want that to happen. Okay, that's fair. I think that's, you know, that's a, a legitimate concern. Um, I guess I'm just trying to be more positive about it because I'm not being
1: negative about it.
0: No, but I just feel like well, we know n- nothing right now, apart no, from I
1: know. that's why we we're discussing. They're
0: doing yeah, but and then I just feel like I would rather just give them the benefit of the doubt until I know more information than just be like, well, I don't want them to do this. I don't want them to do that. I was like, okay, well, I'm well, excited look, to see something new.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see something new, but my point is, I don't want. I'm not ready for like a new trilogy.
0: Well, from the The only time I'm ready for says a new trilogy. A film. So I don't think it will be Yeah.
1: But the only time i am be ready for a new trilogy is if I know that Ryan Johnson's gonna do it, for example. Yeah. Because I know what he already did within Star Wars and I know that, you know, I I wish that he had finished off the films. So if if they announce tomorrow that Ryan Johnson is doing a new Star Wars trilogy, yeah, like a new saga, I'd be fully on board with that. But you know my hesitation, hypothetically, if this was going to form part of a trilogy, is firstly I don't know if Taika Waititi can do a trilogy. He probably can, but secondly, if they're only announced for one film, mm-hmm. I don't know who the other two parts of that trilogy are going to go to. You know. But it's not a trilogy i am so, I just said hypothetically,
0: okay. you see this is what I'm saying it's like I'm just trying have... to, I'm
1: trying to describe why I don't want certain things oh okay,
0: it's only. I just have very limited space in my mind for any more star wars related trauma, so I, it's like it's yeah, it's, that's what it's I'm hard, saying. hard enough dealing with the existing trauma without creating. Like hypothetical trauma down the road, yeah. Which is why I'm, I was like mentally, I can't even engage with what you're saying, like seriously, just because right. it's pointless. So I'd rather just talk about what we know for a fact, and yeah. you can speculate a little bit or like you know, but so like, for example, I've put as one of my talking points is creative freedom likely? You obviously are concerned that. It I think creative won't be. freedom.
1: Yeah, I... I um, which is... But,
0: but I think it's more likely if it's a new story completely. Like, with characters that we've never met before, new characters, new story, but set in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
1: The problem is, is I... It's... I think creative freedom is more likely than not simply because if it wasn't there, I don't think they would have got Tiger Waititi to do it. And I also don't think they would have hired a writer with, you know, by all standards in the industry, minimal experience. I think they will allow them to do something creative and new. Yeah. So that's good, because otherwise I don't think he would have signed on. I don't think she would have signed on either. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, just, I just have no confidence in the leadership of Lucasfilm. Okay. So I have confidence in Taiga Waititi, I have confidence in the team he's, you know, gonna be working with, but I I just I, I don't know. We're all traumatized by what happened in episode nine. And it's just it's it's difficult to speculate in light of what happened.
0: Yeah, and I think for me, like, I'm not you know I'm excited by this news, and yeah, I it's something I to look forward to, yeah. but by no means am I um, any more invested than that. No. Like, you know...
1: No, yeah, same, same. Yeah,
0: yeah. there is nothing to be invested in yet. Um, but what I'm hopeful for is, you know, a, f- a story that's fun and exciting... And new, but also, you know, emotionally punchy, has weight yeah. to it. Like the, for me, for me, like Taika Waititi now, like the sort of storyteller that I think he is, is he the, the man knows how to land a blow, and yeah, and he's uh He he makes sure like those moments are earned, and I think the yeah. You know, um, best example of this is in Jojo Rabbit. So, if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, this is a massive spoiler. But, um, you know, just the scene where he turns around and he sees the shoes. Mm. And you know exactly what has happened. Yeah. And it's so simple. It's so simple. It's wordless. But he crafted that moment so perfectly. And, and, you know, looking back, how you got to that point. Yeah. And if, he, if he's able to, you know, craft a Star Wars story with those sorts of moments and those sorts of beats and that sort of payoff, then phew, uh, uh, that is worth getting yeah. excited We're about. we I also IG um, death and,
1: um, also, he um, and he, also. He knows how using, to use humour and he knows how to utilise comedy using the way he used Odin in Thor Ragnarok um, yeah. and Thor. Uh, all of that stuff is really great. Um, what I don't want to see, and I've thought about it a bit more, I, I don't just not want to see anything related to the Skywalker saga. I do think it's pretty
0: sure there won't be anything. No, but I don't to want different. to see
1: anything related to the Empire. I don't want to see any references to the Rebellion. I don't want to see any references to anything basically that that has been a major part of Star Wars. I want to see something completely new that can be essentially maybe even a small scale story. Maybe even like almost like an indie film where you where it's just heavily character driven character progression. Um, maybe, you know, maybe it'll be about a couple of like kids I, I don't know. Just, I don't want to see anything that's like, oh, when the Empire did this, or, you know, when the Resistance did this, because the, it's like the moment they say that, they're talking about the Skywalker saga, because in your mind, you're thinking, oh yeah, then this, this is this happening, then fucking Palpatine came back, and then all this happened. So I don't want to see anything to do with that. I don't want anything like that referenced at all.
0: Okay, well... I mean his DMs are probably open, you should probably uh, get in there with your list of uh, demands. No, I'm just saying <laughs> you
1: asked me to speculate and talk about what
0: I wanted and what I No, really oh, sure. Want. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Well, yeah. Well I don't know, what's, I think what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um I'm I think your 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 delivery it was just very uh aggressive. <laughs>
1: I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm <laughs> yeah. not angry. I'm
0: not. I'm, I'm scared now when when this film comes out or like the first trailer and the first shot is a star destroyer. I'm like, oh fuck him. That's it. He's gonna go off on one. I'm gonna have to hear him moan about this. Well, if it
1: looks good, I'll be. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: exactly. That is all i wanted to say. That <laughs> if it's good, you'll enjoy it. It's like it doesn't At matter no what point, it's about. I said
1: that I wouldn't.
0: Yeah. No, but like it's sometimes hearing you speak. It's like unless it's this exactly, it's gonna be shit. No, and I'm, not going to I'm just saying
1: it. what I want to see and what I don't want to see. That's fine. If it's a good film, it's a good film.
0: You know what you want. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah.
1: Stop trying to make me out to be some kind of ruiner.
0: Well, if the shoe fits.
1: If it's a good film, it's a good film.
0: Exactly. I'm just
1: telling you, I don't think that it's necessary to do those things, and I would like to see something completely fresh and new. That's We're... my ideal situation. That doesn't mean that if my ideal situation isn't met I'm not interested.
0: Do you think he should voice another droid? No. In the film. So are you like a hard no on him being in the film?
1: I'm not a hard no on it. It's not like make or break or anything, but it just eventually it just gets to the point where oh, I like but the car- he's I, like characters. Fucking droid.
0: I like the characters he's played in his films, I think. Yeah. He he uses himself sparingly. He's not like uh
1: yeah, and he does yeah. it in a way which isn't, look at me, I'm Taika Easy, Like, you don't yeah. think, you know, I'm not opposed. I'm just, there has to be a reason why.
0: <laughs> like, we could have, like, the Star Wars equivalent of Korg. That would be great.
1: No, that's what, exactly <laughs> what I don't want. I don't want a comedy. No.
0: Well, I think that it's going I, I to be funny. Be
1: a com- I don't think it's going to be a comedy.
0: I think it's going to be funny. So you're a no for Korg in Star Wars. No Korg in Star Wars.
1: No Korg in Star Wars, please.
0: No Korg-like character. You're just a... I know exactly what type of Star Wars fan (laughs) you are. I'll tell you right I'm now. I'm the
1: nihilistic Rogue no, One everyone does. Yeah, if
0: there was an announcement like <laughs> tomorrow, it's like from Lucasfilm or from Star Wars, that, you know, that they're making an R rated Star Wars film and it's, you know, it's going to be the dark and gritty Star Wars, you'd be so excited. You'd be like, yes, yeah.
1: yeah, but I don't, I wouldn't want it to be gratuitous. And you'd be wrong. No, to but I wouldn't want it to it. be gratuitous. Like, Rogue One was a 12. Right? Yes. But yeah, Rogue There's One was a not, no, no Star Wars no. film has been over as Rogue One 12. was a 12, and that was plenty dark Which
0: and gritty. Which is
1: 12 PG-13 in America. Yeah, 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 12A here. Like, that was plenty dark and gritty for me.
0: Okay. I don't
1: need it to be darker or grittier than Rogue One.
0: Good, I'm glad.
1: But, knowing that they removed a load of the Saw era stuff from Rogue One because it was too much... I am a bit sad about that. I would like to have seen it test the boundaries.
0: Too much. I don't know. Too much probably would have been like his performance was too over the top. No. As no, opposed it, to the well, no, content no, no, was too well, risque. Didn't
1: you say that it was a bit too like violent or extreme or something? No. Didn't they say that? Okay.
0: No. If anything, I think originally they weren't all going to or the original ending they filmed, they don't all die at the end. Oh. And then Lucasfilm were like it worked better with them all dying at the end. Yeah, or something like that, it I'm ro- sure that's what happened.
1: Well, then it makes sense yeah. why you don't hear about them. But anyway, so... I Rogue One is, like, that's fine for me. Put it this way. And that's I why think, it's I my favourite I think
0: that anybody who had a real visceral sort of... Um, objection to the humour in The Last Jedi, um, I, I would say... Well, I maybe this Taika films film salsa will not be for you.
1: I didn't have a problem with the humour in the last Jedi. I know you Je- didn't, a lot no, of people Oh, did. sorry, sorry. I didn't have a problem with humour as a thing in the last Jedi. Yeah. Uh,
0: sorry, I just got distracted by Chappers. Like, she had like a whole... She was licking her neck and she had like a whole clump of her fur in her mouth and it looked like it was sucking her teeth and she couldn't like move her head away. And I was like, what is happening? Am I going to have to... Did she swallow it? No, it didn't, it didn't come off of her. Uh, right, it was okay, just like okay. she got stuck licking uh-huh. herself. Like, like uh-huh. her tongue's Velcro, and she was trying to remove her tongue, and she couldn't, and then she was just like wobbling all <laughs> over the place. She's just dumb. She really is.
1: Um, but, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, no I didn't goes. have a problem... Okay. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with humour in The Last Jedi. I just found it was unexpected.
0: I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about the people who used that particular... Used it as a stick okay. to beat the film and Ryan yeah. Johnson with. No. It's like, this is like... Why are they trying to make Star Wars into a quippy comedy? It's not the MCU, uh, you don't have these jokes and Star Wars is not a comedy. And I sort of feel like... Um, yeah. If I was one of those fans... Yeah. i very happy that I'm not, but if I was, then this announcement would be like, you know, a massive, uh, alarm bells would be ringing. It's like, oh no, they're about to make a Star Wars comedy. Yeah. And I think that's unfair, because I think that, I wouldn't say that Jojo Rabbit was a comedy, but it had a lot of funny, a lot of humour. And you laugh a lot in it. There was comedic elements, but it wasn't a straight-up comedy. Yeah. What We Do in the Shadows was a straight-up comedy. Yeah. But even that had heart and substance. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. there's this sort of, like, idea that comedy is just devoid of any... Like, it's not all American pie. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> You, ha- there is a- you can have a film with, with humour and laugh out loud moments that has, like, nuance and drama and heart yeah. and emotion and blah, 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 blah. And I feel like, yeah. if anything, the comedic moments in Jojo Rabbit made the more dramatic moments hit harder. Yeah. So when something like, um, you know, The Shoes happens, mm. it, feel- it is more of a gut punch.
1: Yeah, because you're not spending the whole film. No, in that state of exactly, and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a reminder. It's like it reminds you of what you're watching. Yeah, yeah. And the story that's being told here, and it's like it's, it is you know serious. Um, that remind me, you know, another reason why I am excited about um, Taika Waititi doing a Star Wars uh, is I love the way he talks about films and about things he's passionate about. Yeah, I feel like that translates into his work. And yeah. I think that's a good uh, quality and a storyteller, uh, specifically, or like most, most recently he's been in the last two episodes of yeah. uh, Disney Gallery yeah. um, on Disney plus, oh, which is like the okay. the Mandalorian right. making of documentary series yeah um, that's what it was called. Yeah. yeah and he's two for two now because in every episode so far, he said something that really sort of resonated with me and and you know I was like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, yeah you're right, Tyker. I agree with you. I'm so happy that you're doing a Star War. Um, and in the first episode, he talks about, and I think he's talking specifically about, um, you know, the episode that he directed and Star Wars as a whole. And he's like, Star Wars, you know, doesn't take itself too seriously, mm. but it does believe in itself. Mm-hmm. And... I yeah. really, I really, uh, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. like, connected with um, that insight. Mm. And I thought it... it it really did like ring true, and I was like, Well, if you approach telling a story in the Star Wars universe with, with mm-hmm. that, then you know, I, I'll always be interested in what you come up with, I'll always be excited to see what you produce. And in the last episode, um, <laughs>
1: the last, right, episode nine, <laughs> no, where, where it took itself too seriously and didn't believe in itself.
0: Well, <laughs> look, don't. Don't tempt me to start throwing shade at the Rise <laughs> of Skywalker because, you know, I can, but yeah, I don't yeah, want to. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm sick of it. I don't want to talk yeah. about it anymore. But um, in the last episode of Disney Gallery, or the most recent one, where they were talking about the legacy of Star Wars, yeah. and... I wonder if we get onto this. I'm not even talking don't about... Don't start crying about it. I'm not, ta- I'm not even talking about Dave Filoni's wonderful monologue at the end. I'm yeah. talking about um, Taika Waititi's... You know, referencing when he sort of watched that, or when it started to feel like it meant something at yes. a deeper level mm. for him, oh, and yeah. he specifically references the scene in *Empire Strikes Back*, which I always talk about as as something that mm. um, you know struck that chord of me when I was growing up. Rewatching these films from when I was a kid to when I was yeah. like a teenager, and yes, yeah, the um, the scene on on Dagobah. Where um, at the end of Luke's training with Yoda and and he's trying to lift the um, X wing out of the swamp and he can't and he gives up and he's like it's just too you know it's just too big it's just too hard I can't do it and then Yoda does it lifts it up and says and Luke um, responds he's like you know but that's impossible and Yoda's like well that's why you fail mm. and again it got me excited that he spoke he referenced that scene in particular because obviously it's like okay shit yeah we're on the you know same page here
1: mm.
0: and it's not just me but like parts of the fandom as a whole who feel like they've been let down or were specifically let down by the storytelling in episode 9 mm. or lack of mm. coherent storytelling in episode 9 i feel like those insights really spoke to those parts of fandom as okay. Here's someone who, you know, understands this or or is as invested in those elements as as you are, yeah. and it's evidenced by the fact that they are drawing these. And it's then it's not, you know, complex, deep, philosophical stuff that we're mining here. That is like only a few people have managed to to retrieve these nuggets of wisdom from Star Wars. No, it's it's all it's all on the surface. It's all there. Yeah, but i I feel like fandom and this is a a gross generalization, but I'll make it anyway. I feel like fandom generally for me it feels like it's split between those who are um interested in the window dressing, yeah, and which those is most of the fandom and then those who are there for the story mm. and the people that that were like and people say it's on this is an unfair comparison and I don't give a shit um. I felt like those were that were really fed and nourished by episode or by uh, uh, the rise of Skywalker you know they it, it, the spectacle was there fine
1: but there's
0: not it felt hollow there and was shallow nothing, and there was nothing, there was nothing good about it. the
1: spectacle anyway most of the spectacle was badly done
0: yeah and, and that's not to say that there were like bad ideas explored in episode nine but I think ultimately well, overall, yeah, there weren't they weren't what that wasn't the story that was set up to be told um but yeah it, it just felt like after all of the bullshit that we've had to or you know endure the past few months or whatever it was nice it felt like uh it felt like validation to to hear someone yeah. so um, so prominent and so high profile, and someone who is about to make a, you know Star Wars content for us to to have those same feelings or, or to you know share those insights as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously that fed through to you know Dave Filoni's um, monologue at the end, which everyone's been talking about on Twitter and stuff, and it's great. And you know I cried obviously, but I think the bit that made me cry was. <laughs> If, all of it if, yeah I know but it was specifically when he was like it's not about X-Wings I think that's when I burst into tears because <laughs> it, was, it was a moment of <laughs> calm down thank you why like it's not you know
1: okay all right, yes stop.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. why does it have to take someone why does it have to take him saying it for people to start like going crazy on the internet um, because it's not like I think someone tweeted yesterday or the day before about his, about that little speech. It's like, I don't understand why people all of a sudden think the things that Dave Filoni was saying were these amazing insights when it was all there in the text. It's like yeah. there was no one no one taught you how to to read these texts or how to interpret you know this mm. media. It's worrying. Yeah. And it's like yeah, it's like no, he he didn't have to tell me about what was going on in the Phantom no. Menace, but that wasn't like this some revelation for me it was just like I said before a form of validation that there are people you know working in Lucasfilm still that are committed to that vision yeah and committed to that the type of storytelling that George Lucas believed in and wanted to see carried on when he um you know sold the company yeah. And yeah. So I think it, it was like uh, it was pr- it was quite a cathartic cry, um, but yeah, I think it was also maybe like a glimmer of hope that yes, they may have you know fucked this story that has meant a lot to me for the vast majority of my life, but maybe they'll tell s- new stories that I can be just as invested in in the future, um, you know. Is that naive of me? Probably. But, yeah, I feel like I have no choice but to, to believe it. <laughs> the alternative is too fucking bleak. It's too bleak and I just
1: can't. I just think the only solution so. nowadays to, to anything, to enjoy something, is to not have any loyalty to the brand itself and to just appreciate a good film for a good
0: film. Yeah, I mean, I don't because think that, I don't see my relationship with Star Wars as like a brand loyalty thing because although it is a brand that makes a lot of money,
1: no, for lack it, of a better word, I'm not saying it's not, as empty as a brand. Sure. I'm just saying.
0: But yeah, my, um, you know, like I said, I've I've I enjoyed rewatching um, the Mandalorian with you. Yeah. I I feel, I feel but like I keep it
1: was, wanting to wanting to rewatch the last episode, and you keep saying no.
0: No, I didn't. I was just, when well, you, you wanted to never, watch it, I wasn't ready.
1: Well, you just never...
0: Uh, Look, babe, you can rewatch the last episode as many times as you like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so those are our thoughts on on Taika Waititi, the Taika News. We haven't really spoken about um, Kristen's role. And I don't been, know enough. Yeah, I, I know, know and I feel like I, I just want to make agree. it clear that it's because there yeah. isn't much to talk
1: about she did a great job on 1917 but that's all i can say
0: yeah but even like we haven't seen penny dreadful well, I, also, I think it's no, great that there's going to going to be the first this is going to be the first um woman to write a star wars film really? even though it's co-writing but still you know uh, so that's exciting and we love 1917
1: um yeah also what i say is it's so, yeah. good it's not good just because she's a woman uh and that's you know, good for um setting new standards and trying to break down some boundaries and making it more accessible uh to other people but it's also her age and um oh for you know, sure the fact, yeah like that's very good for if you're a young uh, you know anything uh, yeah. knowing that those chances then you know if you do a good job and are sort of in the right place at the right time um uh, which is a very very difficult thing to be yeah um then, uh, yeah, you can get a chance at something, you know, major, and... Um,
0: yeah, I mean, what a job to have booked at age 32. it was 31. No, she's 32. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, to have a, you know, a Academy Award nomination under your belt, and a Star Wars feature some, film uh, writing gig.
1: I've got ten months to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, um, yeah, it's exciting, and, yeah, I think it's it feels like if it was she was writing it exclusively herself then it would feel like more of a punt that they've taken or more of a risk yeah but, that would
1: be a definite risk yeah
0: like to co-write with Taiko TT is um hopefully it's a really fun process i don't know uh, i'm sure it is yeah but ultimately i think it's something to look forward to it's going to be a long time before it is released but you know yeah. eventually when it is we'll be there opening night because we will
1: well we will if cinemas are still around <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll watch it opening night we'll watch it we'll whenever watch format. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. in our hazmat suits <laughs> <laughs> like ha- everyone has a road to themselves but you're watching it in some sort of um, controlled bubble Yeah. Or something but yeah so those are our thoughts a uh, bit of a jumble, but.
1: Yeah, that's alright.
0: That's okay. Um, yeah. Do I don't have anything else to say to you? Nope. <sighs> Best end it there then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all very much for listening. Um, I think we've enjoyed getting back to the Star Wars chat. Yeah. But the Avatar, the promised Avatar episode will will come. I just have to get myself worked up about it. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, I'm in a mellow, neutral position about it. But I will get worked up about Avatar. Yeah. And I think it's probably when we get more news about the sequels and the inevitable online bullshit of Avatar is shit. yeah, Blah, blah, blah comes out. That's when we'll strike with the, oh, really, episode.
1: Yeah.
0: But until then, um, again, thank you all for listening. Hope you're all doing well. And all that's left to say is, may the Force be with you. Bye.